in honor of God, Pastor, First Lady, all the ministers on the roster. It's all God's people. Today, I was a little nervous. But I know that God's got me through this whole thing. I want to come, well, the scripture was already read, but I want to read it again. Uh, if you have your Bibles with you, go with me to John 3.16. And this is a little bit of what this message is about to be. Starting at verse 16, it says, For God, for God, so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Yeah. We're going to go to verse 21. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. He who believes in him is not judged. He who does not believe has been judged already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Yes. This is judgment that the light has come into the world and that man loved the darkness rather than the light. For their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and does not come to the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. Last verse. But he who practices the truth comes to the light so that his deeds may be manifested as having been wrought into God. May the Lord Amen. have a reading of his word. I want to read a devotional before I get started. The man who came to Jesus for his help was an official in God in, in the court of Herod. The Jews in the crowd saw Herod's court, and to everyone they believed in it, it was known for violence, murder. When Jesus said, Go, your son will live, the man immediately believed and went on his way. The boy was healed, and the Jews of the Gentiles saw that God's love extended to all people who seeks, even those in Herod's court. I want to talk a little bit today about Jesus. I want to talk about the love that Jesus has. You know, a lot of people know Jesus, and a lot of people can say his name, but do they really know him? Do they really know the love that he has for us on every on, on a day-by-day basis? <clears throat> you see, there's a difference in knowing somebody. You know, you, you look, you, you 
watch TV and you look on TV and you see, you know, a celebrity or you see somebody that, you know, a sports player or somebody like that. And you're cheering them on and you're happy and you're basically saying, oh, that's, you know, I'm, you know, that's my favorite soldier. That's my favorite person. But do you really know who he is on the inside? That's just like with Jesus. A lot of people can say that they know Jesus, but do they really know him? Well, I would like to talk about him. <laughs> I'm going to go down to... John, I want to I want to break down John three sixteen. Right. So, God loved this world. He loved us that He sent His Son down here for us because He loves us. He loves His people. He didn't want to see us perish. He didn't want to see us, you know, go through tragedy and torment. So He sent His Son. To save us. But also. To have everlasting life. Look at somebody say everlasting life. Everlasting life. Jesus was a man of love. He was a man of prayer. He was a man that had a heart of gold. For his people. And all you had to do. Repent, confess Jesus as Lord, and follow him. Turn away from your old ways. For some people, that's hard to do. It's, it, 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 it makes it, it's hard to do because of the life and the environment that we're around, we're surrounded by. A lot of people don't, like I said, a lot of people they claim and they and they believe that they know Jesus, but they really don't know him. They're so manipulated with the things that's going on in the world. They're worried about going to a rap concert or 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 you know something outside of the church, then come to church to know who Jesus is and what Jesus is about. You know, one thing that it's hard for a lot of us, for even myself, is Jesus sacrificed his life for us. But a lot of people have a hard time with sacrificing things. I want to I wanna talk a little bit about Matthew chapter 14, where the rich man, where the rich man came to Jesus. And he, he, he told Jesus that, you know, Lord, I, I did everything. I, 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 I obeyed all your commandments. I didn't lie. I didn't cheat. I didn't steal. I didn't kill. I didn't do none of that. Can I go to your heaven? All Can right, I go yeah. to heaven? Jesus said, okay, why don't you go on ahead and sell everything you got? This man was rich. He said, why don't you go sell everything you got and follow me? Oh, no, I can't do that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, no, I can't say, I, I can't do all that. That's just like the life, that's just like today's life. It's like God tells us to go in a direction, 
But it's hard for us to go in that direction because we think that we can do it on our own. And that's the problem with a lot of people, and that's what I say with, 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 with sacrificing. We have to sacrifice. And instead of doing things on our own and trying to control what we want on ourselves, we have to lean and trust in God. To guide us to the path that he wants us to go. The main thing is, is I love this. I love the topic and I love talking and expressing about love. Because in order to be a true devoted person, man or woman of God, you have to have love in your heart. Jesus was love. He had love in his heart. No matter what you didn't done, no matter how you didn't live, no matter what, as long as you believed and you gave it to him, he took all and will take all. But you have to love. You can't say, I love God, but I don't like my enemy, or I don't like my neighbor, or I, I got a problem with so-and-so, so, so, you know, no, that's not Love. You accept and trust and love everybody. And sometimes that's hard to do. Even for your worst, for somebody that has done you so wrong. Maybe even done something so dramatic. That's so hard for, for, for us to do because we're so defensive. Come on, I'm talking to somebody. We 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 so defensive within ourselves. That it's just hard to say, I forgive you. Yeah. Well, look at Jesus. Let me let me talk more about Jesus. Okay, when Jesus was walking up that hill with that cross on his back, and then people was beating him and throwing rocks and stones, yeah. took a crown of thorns and, 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 and pushed it in his head, beat him to the point to where you couldn't even recognize him or see his face. And when he hung on that cross with his hands nailed on that cross, he still said, Father, for the, forsake them and forgive them, for they not know what they do. Amen. Now think about it. If somebody did that to us, would we have that heart to, 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 to do that? No. No. God is a heart of love. And I think a lot of people need to take that into consideration for what Jesus did for us. Because Jesus, he, he could have literally said, I don't want to do that. I, I, you know, I, 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 got, I got all this power. I got this. I, you know, I can go do this and do that. No, he had to fulfill the scriptures for us. Why? Because he loved us. So he sacrificed himself and hung on that cross for us. But people don't take that in consideration sometimes. People look at God and look at Jesus as just this, this, this genie that's just wishing just to, oh, I want a new car or I want a new house or God bless me with this, God bless me with that. But what about sitting there saying and being thankful 
being thankful for what he has done for us. Just waking up in the morning and saying, thank you, Jesus, for dying on that cross for us. Thank you, Jesus, for shedding your blood for us. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be who I am right now. If it wasn't for you, oh, a love for all people. Not just one, for all people that accept and believe in him. You know, another thing I want to look down at is the reflection. When I was studying and I was looking down, I was looking at that. And I'm just going to read the question. It says, think about someone in your life who is far from God's grace. Pray that God will dwell them to himself and ask him to make you an instrument of his love. You know, I talk to people on a day-by-day basis, you know, at work, on the outside, and things like that. And you know, when you have a heart for God, you have a heart for those people as well. And I see a lot of people that have the potential and have the, 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 the power to change their life and to live for God, but they choose not to yeah. because they're so manipulated with things in the world. Yeah. Especially, the, expect, I mean, I'm, I'm young too, especially us young people. Yeah. We're so manipulated with what this man has got or what this person's got instead of focusing on the one purpose and the one person, God. We people would literally go out there and rather worship a a a, a head person, repping a street, a color, or whatever the case may be, than trusting and believing in God. Yes, and that's a shame. You know, when I was in a when I was in the penitentiary. You know, I've seen a lot of that. A lot of people just, 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 just gave up, and just you can see the lost in their, in their, in their eyes, and, and the lost within themselves that they just gave up. Either family has left them, left them to dry in there. They don't have nobody. Nobody can come put money on their books. All they have is themselves. Because they've done something wrong to get themselves put in that position. And basically everybody else turned their back on them. They have nobody. But I used to talk to them guys and I used to tell them, nobody, not everybody has turned their back on you. Even though you're in the position that you're in, and even though you don't have freedom right now, you still have one person that you can call on. And that is Jesus. And he will see you through. He will see you through your time. God is a God of love. He's a God of, uh, uh, of mercy. 
He's a God that will see you through anything if you trust and believe in him. I'm only 30 years old, but I have been through so much in my life that I am just so thankful of what God is doing for me and doing in my life. I'm so thankful, even though I struggle on a day-to-day basis. We all struggle. And we don't struggle. But we always know, Lord, even though I'm struggling and I'm going through this, you got me through it all because you love me. And you're going to see me through whatever I'm going through. And as long as you have that, you can overcome anything. And for me, that was hard from the beginning. It was hard. Because I still wanted to control and do things my way. Lord, put him out. Lord told me I was supposed to accept my calling when I was 15 years old, right here at this church. And I told my mother about that. And she told me that I needed to do what God told me to do. But I was so young and so caught up in the world that that didn't faze me. I'd rather live the street life and rather live outside than be in the church. I was still coming to church. But when the God told me that I want you to do this, I said, no, God, I'm not doing that. I'm going over here. And my life has been downhill ever since that time. Till, two th- till August 12th, a day after my birthday, 2016, at William S. Key Correctional Center in Oklahoma, where I literally just said, I'm done. You got me. I lost literally everything. I lost my house, I was married, I lost my wife, I lost all, I I didn't have, I didn't even have no clothes, didn't have anything, I lost everything, and I was stuck in this cell, and everybody kept telling me, go to church, come to church, come to church, I ain't going there, I ain't, you know, I ain't messing with that, you know, you see, you see, I thought God was mad at me. So I, I mean, I ain't messing with that. I ain't, I ain't trying to deal with God right now. I, I, I'm going, you know, I'm do my time and get on the back of here. And something told me to get my butt up and go to church. And I did. And when I went to church, I sat there and I listened to a message that this volunteer came. And it's my favorite scripture of all time. Romans chapter four. I mean, not Romans chapter four, sorry, excuse me. Philippians chapter four. Be anxious for nothing, but in prayer and supplications with thanksgiving, make your request be known unto God. And the peace of God will surpass you through Christ Jesus. And when I heard that and when he preached that, I knew that that was for me. And I hopped up so fast and I walked up to that altar and I knelt right down that altar. I said, I'm ready. I'm done. I can't do this no more. God, you you called me to minister. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Whatever you want me to do, I am going to do it. 
and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability and your will. I'm going to do it. Now, I've been had some struggles since I got out. I've had some struggles. But in the end, I know that I'm taking steps. You take, you, you're, I'm, I'm gradually taking steps, steps, and steps until he gets me to where I need to be. And at first, I figured, you know, and I don't know if this is for me. God, I don't know if you want me to do this. And then a young man told me right before, it was three days before I got out, he told me he wanted me to preach <laughs> a sermon in, in, in the penitentiary. I said, oh, I ain't getting up to preach nothing. <laughs> but he said, well, you're supposed to be a called minister, right? You got to do what you got to do. I said, well, uh, okay. <laughs> and so I sat there and I got to thinking and I asked God, what did he want me to do? And how did he want me to lead this? And when I when, when when it happened, it happened so it was just so amazing and so great that I knew right then and there that God called me for ministry. And so with that being said, y'all, God is love. And we have to express that love with, with, with within ourselves, but with also around within the church, within the outside of the church, within the people. Because there's people outside that, I want to say, they're, struggling, they're, they're striving the fence. They're, 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 they're wanting to, to come to church and they're wanting to know about Jesus, but they're, they're like this. Because they're battling with what they, they went through or whatever. They might be battling with a love issue or things like that. But us... Being believers and being dedicated to the Lord should go and help these people to where they can seek and find the love, seek and get the love that we have, and also that what Jesus can give them. Friends, I just say love, love, and love is the main thing and the main purpose. If you don't know how to do something, love somebody. If it's just walking up to somebody and saying, how you doing? God bless you. You need prayer. Anything like that. You never know what's on a person's mind or what a person goes through on a day-to-day basis. You never know what they're going through. They might, be, they might need to hear that. They might have touched their heart right there. To, 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 to come to church and to accept the Lord right then and there. You never know. But we have to be the examples for what God is wanting us to do. And that is to share his love and build, as Pastor says, build his church. As it says in Matthew, Go ye and therefore make disciples. And that's what we have to do. For people that's struggling with, with, with anything as far as within their life, no matter it be, you know, people trying to fit in, things like that. Stop trying to worry about trying to fit in. 
Stop trying to worry about, oh, I, I got, I'm riding a Buick, but he's riding a Mercedes. I want me a Mercedes. Stop trying to worry about trying to be better than the next man. Because if it's intended and God wants to give you them things, he will give them to you. The main thing is trust and believe in the Lord. And everything will come to you. I'm a living witness. I got out of prison literally with nothing. And ever since then, I've been battling, but I've been trusting in God. Because I know God will see me through everything. And my mind is not even on trouble. I won't eat at this place. I, that nothing I will do to get in trouble at all, period. I am scared of jail. <laughs> and uh, he has seen me through so much. And I'm just so thankful with, with everything that, that is coming within my life. Because once I was broken, I was broke down to nothing. But now look at what God has done for me and look what he's doing for me. He's bringing people. He's bringing people into my life that, that I'm so thankful to have. He's opened up doors to where I, I got a great, great job that I love so much that I'm dedicated to work and work hard for. He has blessed me with, with, with I lost one vehicle, but then I got blessed with another one. He has blessed me to get my son full time, even though I didn't like the circumstances of how it happened, but I have him full time like I've always wanted. He, he has blessed me tremendously. And that was because of the trust, believing, and dedication to believe in him, but also sharing his love with others. So with that, with me closing, I just want to say, go out and love. Love, love, love. Go out and, and, and share the goodness of God. Go out and be an example and be the light that God called us to be. To these people out here that need that love. And that compassion. And God's grace. Be that example. I know it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. But we're, like I said, we're taking steps. Steps. And that's all you can do. But go out. Share the goodness of God. And express his love. And be the example that God has called us to be.